Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 199th episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder, and that's what we're going to do today from John chapter 7. And people are confused in this story, which is always a great start to a biblical account. This is John chapter 7, and we're going to start in verse 25 today. Some of the people of Jerusalem therefore said, Is not this the man whom they seek to kill? Question mark. And here he is, speaking openly, speaking openly. And they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Christ? But we know where this man comes from, and when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. So Jesus proclaimed as he taught in the temple, dot, dot, dot. And Jesus proclaimed some things which we probably won't have time to get to today because we're going to think about Jesus teaching in the temple. So Jesus goes from uh, Galilee to Judea down to Jerusalem for the Feast of Booths, and we find him here teaching in the temple. So where is he? He's in Jerusalem, which is known as the city of David. David basically made the city from nothing to a major capital. And where is he in in Jerusalem? He's in the center of it, in the heart of it, which is in the center of Jewish life in the temple. And how did it get there? Well, that's from way back in 2 Samuel, where David decides to build a house for God. And whose temple is it? This is kind of the ironic part, is the temple is actually his temple. It's Jesus' temple. It's the temple that worships the one true God. And we find Jesus in the temple that worships him in the most important city in the world. In a sense, it is ground zero of God's activity on the earth, or it has been God's activity for a long time. In a sense, it's the most important place on the earth. So Jesus is there at year 33 or so AD, but Jerusalem starts for a long time. It's been the center of Jewish life for 2,200 years. And I would even argue that it's going to be the future center of the world too. And a new Jerusalem is even going to come down from heaven So let's look at these people here. These are just the regular people of Jerusalem, and they're confused. They're they're saying, is not this the man they're seeking to kill? So they have a knowledge that the authorities are trying to kill them. The authorities are also in charge of the temple, and the authorities somehow are letting him speak openly at the temple. So this is unusual. The Temple Mount is now controlled by Muslims, but I was at the Temple Mount a few years ago, and we were told what to wear, how long the dresses needed to be, where we could stand, what we could say, um, uh, when we could go, what we could not say, uh, and this was enforced by people with machine guns. And I can't imagine they had temple guards 
So I can see their confusion is why did he let this guy, Jesus, speak in the temple? And they, they're wrestling with this and they're deciding, they say, we know where this man comes from. When the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. So they're actually trying to use scripture. That's from Malachi uh, chapter 3 where it says, Behold, I send my messenger and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple and the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. So the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. So perhaps this is the moment when this prophecy is actually fulfilled in Jerusalem with regards to Jesus. So what's the big deal about uh, the temple? Geography informs interpretation. And they're saying, hey, we know Jesus. He was born in Bethlehem and he was raised in Nazareth. Uh, And we're not supposed to know where the Messiah is when he comes. So there's a thousand year history of God's activity on the earth. Thousands of years, plural. Where's the tabernacle? Where's the Lord? Where's the ark? Where am I in relationship to the temple? Do I have to go there for holy days? And now it's more convenient now because the temple of the Lord is now dispersed into all kinds of uh, believers. So ironically, this is the temple of Jesus' body inside the temple that worships him, built by a guy, that's David, who set out to, quote-unquote, build God a house. And the Lord flips it and says, no, I'm going to build you a house. I'm going to build you a heritage. I'm going to build you a kingship. I'm going to build you an office. And ironically now, Jesus occupies that office. So he stands in the place and the and he stands in the office of uh, David. So what's the big deal about the temple? We have to go back 2,000 years and it's the physical place, we may have to study this, where Abraham sacrifices or, or proposes to sacrifice Isaac there. It's the Mount of Moriah. And so it was the first place that the hand of the Lord, the the hand of the wrath of the Lord was stayed. And then a thousand years later, when David is being uh, punished for a census that he wasn't supposed to take and the angel of destruction was coming through the Lord, it's the exact place where the hand, the destroying hand of this angel was stayed. And so the temple is not just randomly located. It's not that... It's not the temple, in a sense, that makes the the place so valuable. It's the place was valuable before there was a temple there. And the reason that it's important, it's the place where the hand of the Lord's wrath is stayed, first with Abraham, and then it's the place where the hand of God's wrath was stayed a second time. That's with David. And then here, now in this foreshadowing, and no wonder they're confused, it's the place where the hand of God's wrath against sin is stayed even a third time. So Jesus finds himself not innocently at the most place and most important place on earth where the hand of God's wrath is stayed. No wonder they were confused. I bless you, my brothers and sisters.